coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. <laughs> one day, one day. New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Uh, Merry Christmas then. I'm delighted to say that we've got uh, the boss man himself, Dre, joining us, filling in for Jazz, which is great because, you know, Jazz can normally just be belligerent about Kirk Cousins and that that's about it. So Dre can bring us a bit of flavour. Absolutely. Uh, and we get to discuss how the Colts are going to have under Jeff Saturday an incredible win this weekend. Wow. That will, that will hold the Giants from... Wow. <laughs> but what what team are we supporting this week, Drake? Because I know you're a man of many teams, so you know. Oh wow, I'm a man of one team. And I, <laughs> first of all, let's just make that clear. All right, okay, okay. I'm a man of one team, which is the New York Giants. Go Giants, go Big Blue. Ugh. Now, also, I have a affinity with the Dolphins because of my family, so I always root for them. And then because I like to be right about everything, I'm going hardcore in bandwagon support for the 49ers oh you're jumping on that bandwagon now you're just no, spreading no, your bets around the afc and the nfc i like it no 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 i was second no i said to you guys the last time i was on here i said i'm very sure that i said i predict that the 49ers are going to get to the super bowl now obviously partly i was doing that because i wanted to wind up ollie but <laughs> but it probably worked. they're gonna hand them their ass and i'm, I'm gonna enjoy it well, it's gonna be a hell of a championship game if we get there if it if it's Eagles Niners, uh, I was chatting with a Niners fan last night. If it's Eagles Niners, I'm not going to be a happy panda about it. I need Dallas and the 49ers to be out of the playoffs as quickly as possible. Oh well, I did a playoff simulator earlier, Ollie, and uh, and I was looking at the Eagles Cowboys in the divisional round. From if you take the favourites for the games now, then that's what you end up with. Yeah, but it's... I told you, I told you, you're going to beat the, you're going to lose the Cowboys. In this uh, was that week Christmas fifteen Eve. game, yeah. and then um, and then you're going to beat them in the playoffs. So it's all fine because Dave is always right about everything, despite never winning a bet. On <laughs> I was going to say, how many bets have we won this year on this podcast? <laughs> Zero. That's another reason why I'm happy that Jazz isn't on because he can't be crowing about him winning five hundred pounds or something a couple of weeks ago. I don't want to hear any more about that. Well, well, he won five hundred pounds two weeks ago. And then going into the Christmas games, he was like, and then what's going to be even better is that I'm going to win a grand on Christmas Eve. And it was like, it doesn't just happen like that. He was so convinced. It's like, well, no, now everything's going to be okay. And I'm just going to win all the money all the time. It's like, no. going to be a millionaire within a year or so. Yeah. Although I do feel, I, I do feel extremely dirty this week because part of my six team accumulator was the Cowboys winning on Thursday night football. And that has happened. So I've bet on the Cowboys to win. Because I was kind of hoping that the Thursday night Brilliant. curse would catch me out, and it hasn't, because they actually got the job done. So unfortunately, I've got one of my bets in already, and it doesn't feel great betting on the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm just breathing in all this uh, optimism for Molly like, on all the Eagles fans. Well, look, and like you know, Hannah, Hannah all this last... like you know, just I'm just breathing it in. Hannah two weeks ago had a go at it. me and said that I wasn't happy enough about the Philadelphia Eagles, which is 100 well, percent true. Yeah, hundred percent. And then I'm, and then you, but I both sent you my Philadelphia Eagles Christmas Carol about 
<laughs> all I want for Christmas I was Dak Lyman. You sent me that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just. I was shopping. I was in Primark, the worst place on the earth, and then I, I got that message from him. Well, that and must have cheered like, you up. It's a nice break I, I from think, people you know scrabbling over you trying to find cheap t-shirts. Well, you know what? I literally thought there could be nothing worse that could be happening. And then he sent me that message. And I was like, okay. <laughs> There's a new low. There's a, there is a new low. There's a new floor to but, go down to. So, again, I tried to get on this whole enjoying the Eagles being good thing. And they lose. Uh-huh. And it's exactly what happened the week before mm. they lost to the Commanders. I was like, forget it. I'm going to get in on this. I'm going to enjoy the bandwagon. Oh, jeez. That's a nice hat. Hey, what? Minshew, Minshew looked good to me, though. I watched yeah. the I watched the forty. I know that he um he did make some mistakes, but he was throwing well. They it were, was it was it one of those look... games where where you just don't have confidence that if you're going slugging out, slugging out, you just mm. didn't have confidence that Minshew was a guaranteed touchdown every drive kind of guy. Whereas the Cowboys did kind of feel like that on Christmas Eve. It ruined my Christmas completely because it was the one. <laughs> it was the one day where i could get like a little bit looser because obviously i had work on boxing day so christmas day yeah. isn't like a drinking day like for a lot of people it is and all that kind of stuff so christmas eve was the one where i was like oh, i have a couple of extra glasses compared to everybody else which of course made me heavily emotionally invested in that game <laughs> so while everybody else is watching tv <laughs> i'm yelling at the ipad throughout christmas eve and it's very angry as soon as as soon as it finished as soon as it finished it was like christmas is ruined I'm going to oh, bed. Oh, come on, Ollie. All you've got to do is beat the Saints this weekend and then you've secured the one seed and you don't need to worry about week 18. So, yeah. No, fine. Dave, he, I sent him just a Merry Christmas message like on Christmas Eve to say, hello, friend. I just, you know, <laughs> Merry Christmas. And then the, the abuse that I got back, well, you know, maybe if you if you guys are going to actually make the playoffs. I was like, hold a second. I wished you well. I came with good tidings. <laughs> Frankincense and myrrh and gold. Jay, I came with that, and he Jay, threw it out. It doesn't. It doesn't. Me being nice to you and you being nice to me just doesn't feel <laughs> right, does it? It's like there's there's always a suspicion of what's the reason behind it. So it's mm. it can the never... timing does. I I feel like you probably sent that during the fourth quarter of that <laughs> loss or something. So I'm, I'm a bit suspicious, Dre, to be honest. Of... Of what happened here. you're like oh yeah oh, merry christmas i hope you have a great day subtext go fuck yourself yeah yeah it was it, it was i absolutely loved having christmas american football did you get a chance to watch much of it or were you kind of were you both like family because i know you had your family up with you dave and i know dre you're a you're a very busy man with the family as well did you actually get to sit and enjoy it on christmas day at all i'll let dave go first I did get to watch because Kate was working in the evening. So I managed to kind of take my family weren't staying with me. They were staying in a cottage nearby because it was too much having them all here. Mm. So uh, very strategic <laughs> of me managing to organize that. So yeah, I, I was that. on my own watching the football. I really enjoyed it. It was nice, especially as my team uh, is officially eliminated from playoff contention. So uh, I can just enjoy the rest of the games. So that's the silver lining. That's nice. That, that that takes the pressure off watching American football when you don't have to worry about it. You lucky man. It does. You lucky, yeah. lucky man. You don't have any stress and tension going into these last two weeks. There's no playoffs to get like you know really invested in or anything. Yeah, because if I if I if the Falcons aren't up by, well, I don't know what the Falcons need to be up by four scores or something to not lose <laughs> yeah. a game. But if the Falcons aren't up by four scores, I'm not enjoying a Falcons game. So uh, I don't know if I've enjoyed a Falcons game in a long while. 
<laughs> if I'm honest. It, it wasn't an unexpected defeat to the Ravens, though. Oh, no, no. Bad game. Bad game. God, the Ravens are very, very boring to watch. Mm, they are a team that are dribbling yeah. into the playoffs. Like, oof. But they've never been that fun, even with Lamar, because Lamar is such a run-first kind of QB and the offense is based around him running. It's it's always a bit like, yeah, it's going to be a scamper up the middle. If he gets into open space, it's exciting to watch, you know, an impressive guy make people miss. But yeah. when he's not, it's just, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, or they just don't a, have a lot of they don't have a lot of weapons. You safe, know, I'd like to see safe what you can do. Mark with... Andrews, like, mm. yeah, they're just not they're not interested at all to watch. Like, literally, I will. I'm if they're on the television, I'm pretty much going to watch the highlights. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is fair. weird because you have got Lamar Jackson is just like you know everything that you would be playing with on on computer games, literally cheat mode. <laughs> but yeah. um, it is he's uh yeah I don't know what it is. I just, just don't, especially when it's like. The Ravens versus the Steelers. It just feels like it's it's the cold, hard man, yeah, be our, you know type of game. You just feel like oh, I it's, can't. It's a throwback There's to no like flair in it. Nineteen thirties yeah. American football. You know, and they still got yeah, like, the leather just, helmets. But you feel stuff. like you hit. You feel like you feel the hits. Like yeah. it feels like it, it's it's. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't do anything for me. But um, yeah, no, the, the Christmas. Eve games were very good. I enjoyed it. I was wrapping presents um, while I was, um, you know, because clearly I did last minute man shopping, um, you know, on Christmas at Eve. Primark. At, at Primark, you know, <laughs> spent no ex- spared no expense for my wife. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you got her about you got her about twelve dresses for fourteen pounds, I think. Mate, I, I don't know what she's complaining about. Uh, you know. What what a lovely so the, plain white T-shirt, you know. It's... We're not sleeping in the car. Then uh... <laughs> no, you know, that's that's you know Santa in his sleigh, isn't it? I, I I always have this idiot idea to just go and get wrapping paper and just like you know film presents uh, there, and it just ends up just being carnage there. But the um, I did treat myself and go, went to Ralph Lauren uh, for coffee. Oh no, nice. you know, for coffee. Yes, mate. You got uh, sorry, people. Just please make it put put it in your calendar to go to Ralph Lauren just for coffee. Just outside there, especially Christmas, because you have all the uh, on Newborn Street in London. Um, just in case people are like, where the hell's in Manchester? You don't have one. Sorry, sorry. The yeah, I was I was I was <laughs> going to say we don't we don't have one of those in Swansea, Dre. So uh, I, no. I didn't even recognise the names to be honest. I was like, oh, that'll be that'll be your fault. Like, that, if anything, you'll be headed over. <laughs> you have to a, a Primark, mate. So <laughs> you'll be heading over to. I don't Ralph, know if they have coffee or not. Ralph and Lauren's house. That's just down the road. Lovely couple, Ralph and Lauren. <laughs> oh, we're Ralph and Lauren. <laughs> I didn't but know it was that. yeah. Did not it know they nice. did coffee. Did not know they did. Coffee. Yeah, no, yeah, bro. They did, they did coffee there, and then the hot chocolates and all that stuff, and then everyone sits. They have their own like tree, and then there's a whole street. Because you have opposite it, I think you have like a Christian Dior and all those things. Um, but they all they all compete against each other for the best Christmas decoration. Mm. So um, it's quite it's it's, it's nice. a nice little atmosphere there for people that can't afford to go in those shops, just stand there outside <laughs> and getting coffee like me. <laughs> and and so you were able to sit down in Ralph Lauren, have a coffee on Christmas Eve, watch yeah. the Minnesota Vikings get a lovely twenty-seven to twenty-four win over the New York Giants, and everybody goes home happy. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking, like, let's <laughs> calm down now. First of all, we made a good, a great account of ourselves. 
And it yeah. was heartbreaking to lose that game. Uh, but you know what? I actually thought to myself, okay, well, this game, I don't I don't really see it going really well. I don't see us winning this one at all because, you know, Minnesota Vikings are like a silent beast. I think and everyone's not making noise about them, but they really actually should be taking them seriously because they've got weapons. They but, do, but every game but just, is a is a one score win, and it, it eleven eleven out of twelve, Ollie. I looked today, eleven it, out of twelve wins, one score game. It doesn't make really? you think like all oh, yeah, the, the record. The Vikings get it done. You know they blow people out. That this is there's no conviction behind the victory. So you always go into it thinking, well, if they win, it's gonna be close, and it could easily be a loss. But it's still, however, Ollie, that is playoff esque football every week. What, just for getting the Vikings. It? Yeah. So it. you can't you can't say they're not prepared for knockout football. Yeah. And they and they've got who who I feel is the MVP. Oh, you're not on you this, know, are you? Justin. I'm on oh, it. I'm on it. You can't always be, sure. it can't be always the quarterback. It I just don't understand that. I I, I spoke to uh Brandon London, uh who's like the face of, of the Giants uh you know presenting and day presenting and game in game and you know, new york post and all that stuff and then basically he, he he said uh you know that he didn't understand why it always has to go to the quarterbacks and it, you know this guy has got double coverage every single game and still puts up a ridiculous amount of points so i just think it's do you, don't you guys think it's harder to be a receiver i, to, you know, I agree than, but you know, First of all, you'll have to change the name of the awards because quarterbacks are so easily the most valuable players on teams and in the league. Fair so enough. you're already behind. He'll get the offensive player of the year. So it's not like he's not going to get an award. And also, uh, I think you could make that argument in other years. Maybe last year where we didn't have, we had Brady and Aaron Rodgers and it wasn't the best year for quarterbacks. Oh. So maybe like a Cooper Cup or someone else could have won the award then. But this year, I think Mahomes... He's on pace for getting 5,300, 5,400 yards. He's played amazingly. He lost his best wide out in the offseason, and he's still amazing. And he's probably going to get the one seed. I don't think it's the year. I think it's the year where Mahomes is the MVP. Last so, year was the year to give it to a receiver with yeah, Cooper Cup yeah. with the triple crown. Oh, Cooper Cup should have got that. Yeah, no, definitely. Bro. For sure. Yeah, I so, agree with that. So I, und- I, und- I don't necessarily want to see quarterbacks <laughs> getting it all the time. But this year, you've had two, maybe three standout quarterbacks that have been like head and shoulder above the rest. And you could still arguably, you know, Mahomes, Hurts, Allen are like the the big three that are probably looking at it. I could still say Joe Burrow should go in there as well, because Burrow, when he's Mm. after like a slow start, thanks to his offensive line not protecting him, has turned it on and made the Bengals look incredible this year. Justin Jefferson is, without a doubt, the essential key of that Vikings team. Mm. But at the same time, like, you know, bringing Hawkinson worked so well. That's yeah. also been another string to the bow. Like, Thielen does get a lot in that offense as well. Irvin Smith, uh, Irvin Smith Jr. as well has come on really mm-hmm. well. Like, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson is, without a doubt, the best receiver, maybe the best playmaker in the NFL at this point. Oh. But... Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that the Vikings are 100% Justin Jefferson like the Rams were last year with Cooper Cup. That's fair. Well, I, that's I the only person they threw to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think it's going to be easier. It's going to be an awkward conversation uh, if the 
If the Vikings win this week and the Eagles win this week, I believe the Vikings are locked in at the two seed. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see if Jefferson plays the last week in week 18 when there's nothing to be earned from it, or if they rest him and stop him getting a chance at the 2,000-yard season. Because he only needs another 244 over two games. doable. It is, but you could imagine... Kevin O'Connell's going to want to sit him, isn't he? But but I think Kevin O'Connell should be actually thinking about one particular fan base, which is a fantasy football fan base. So, you know, <laughs> I think he uh, owes course, yeah. the fantasy football fans, you know, a run out, you know, because it <laughs> is championship time for everyone. Mm. So if if you uh, have managed to be able to get into the latter stages, you know, where you could actually win the whole thing, you know, some people crashed out early. Really early. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. But if you, but if you, oh, sorry, I forgot you was in it. Um, but I, no, but on, on a serious note, yeah, they should be, you should be, be playing because of fantasy football. I think that's, I'm sure only Kevin O'Connell's really going to care about that, Dre. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if he was, he's, he's got Jefferson saying, oh, what about my 2000 yard game? And he's like, well, I mean, I could do it for that, but really, this, you know, it's a, important for fantasy football so i've had a lot of whatsapp messages this week justin (laughs) i know the knee's not great but i'm gonna need you to play because i've got you (laughs) in my team he demands that he plays (laughs) i've got i've got you in my team in fantasy as well as reality and i actually need to win more in fantasy than i do in reality because we're going to the playoffs anyway it's fine but i really need to win and i need to beat doug peterson in our fantasy football league and so you're gonna play yeah you're gonna play (laughs) (laughs) can i can i tell you guys a quick story yeah, right. yeah, this is this is fantasy football related. Now, I was lucky enough to meet Cooper Cup, and um, I said to myself, like, just because I was waiting to speak to him, you know, we we spoke just briefly, just on his way in before he started practicing, and then um, I thought I'm not going to talk about fantasy football. I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to be professional. I'm good. At, this is like one of the first times I'm actually getting to have a some type of like friendly relationship with, with an FL player and it's Cooper Cup. This is before he was Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, but he was still Cooper Cup. Mm. And so I walked over and then, um, you know, so I'm waiting for the, the guys to stop, to stop talking for a bit. He look, looks over at me and nods, like acknowledges my presence. I feel cool automatically. <laughs> Within two seconds of me speaking to him, I'm speaking to him about fantasy football. And apparently... <laughs> <laughs> the PR zoo around me just said, look, it was like seven minutes of, of me just talking about fantasy football. And he was indulging me. Like he literally just like <laughs> carried on the conversation. But if there's, I'll put up the picture. I'll send it to you guys. Like there's a picture where you can see me and him having a conversation. Please don't think there's anything sensible at all. It was literally me telling him how great he's doing for me in my fantasy football team. <laughs> I think he's going to avoid me next time. Is it going to be thirty-six points this week? Or what are we thinking? <laughs> like, where can I... to be to be fair, Dre, if if you were talking to a player and chastising them for how badly they were doing in your fantasy league, I think that would be a very different conversation. So, oh, that's at least just clear madness. Yeah. yeah, like you know, that's just you know, you're 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 caught. If you if you, I, I I don't know who I think it was Adam Rank uh, put out like, please stop abusing players. Or sending them messages to them that they've ruined your season. 
because they don't care. No one cares. <laughs> and I, I just think if you reach that level where you're going to abuse a player because he messed up your fantasy team, um, Ollie, you should stop. I really do think. <laughs> Mike Gazicki hasn't performed well enough this year. And he deserves Just how many DMs he gets. have you sent him, Molly? Oh my god! No, the worst one. I was very. I got close this <laughs> Christmas because I had uh, a, a different league to the one I'm in with Dre. It's one where there's there's a financial incentive to be in the final. If you're in the final, it's eighty quid already. Um, nice. And the guy I was playing had Cam Akers, and I was like, "Oh, this is horrible." Cam Akers is destroying Denver, and the more mm. of a lead that the Rams get, the more Akers going to be used in the running game. This is not going well. And I so I kept on looking at the score, like, "Well, if he stops <laughs> now, if they if they he doesn't get any more yards after the first quarter, mm. then it'll only be a twenty point game, and I'll still have a chance with Hopkins on the last day to get ten points, and that will give you the win." If he stops now after the second quarter then that'll only be a 30 point game and then like and it was just <laughs> after the Dallas thing on Christmas Eve to have that then just in front of your eyes watching Denver play so badly so <laughs> badly and Cam Akers running all over them and to to take me out of fancy contention as well it wasn't a happy football Christmas I tell you it was I was the Grinch man I was the full-on no, Grinch when it came to Boxing know, Day with that 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 game was crazy and it really shows how if a uh, if an offense or a defense, if one side of the ball plays badly enough throughout the year, then the other side eventually will give in because that Broncos defense has been awesome throughout the year. And they've only let 25 plus points in a couple of times. And then they allow a 50 burger. And I think it's just, it just shows they're like, we're done. Like yeah. <laughs> we're done. We can't help you guys. anymore. Are they arguing on the side? Yeah. Yeah. It was the, um, it was uh, Brett Rippin. When like telling the offensive line to like help Wilson get up when he gets hit and is down on the deck, and like one of the offensive linemen just blew up at Rippin and was like, "What are you talking about? We are not picking this guy up anymore because we've been Oof. picking him up all season or something like that." And it was like, Whoa. "Yeah, that'll 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 lose you your job." I mean, without a doubt, deserves deserves to lose it. There aren't many people that lose their job on Boxing Day, and I'm like, "No, you should go." Like, yeah, but do you guys? Do you guys? Like actually, and I'm a little bit, you know, skewed by meeting the guy this year. Hold a second, hold up a second. He's in all over. He's in the Russell Wilson Church of Scientology. I get it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just picking up the names, but like he, I, I just don't, I just don't think it's completely him, him, his fault. There are. I think that you've got to look at the. Enough off, bad know, reads. Look at the head coach. Yeah, no, he didn't need to go out, you know, against the Rams. It's like with the the first one, he had a little bit of warning because that was almost an interception, the first throw. Mm. Yeah, and he, I was thinking, okay, clearly you're going to learn from that. Like I'm rooting for you, bro. <laughs> like, you just calm down. Just, you know, don't just go for an easy pass. Then he did the same thing again, and he got picked off. I was like, yeah. I can't watch this. <laughs> I can't watch you do this to yourself. But it's it's all season. That's the thing. You know, there there have been like open checkdowns at the 10 yard line on first and goal that Russell Wilson hasn't seen in front of him because he's getting like Malcolm Butler visions in his head <laughs> while he stood there in the pocket or something like that. I mean, I've never seen a guy who is considered an MVP level quarterback play so badly. I mean, without a doubt, 
maybe Zach Wilson is taking the pressure off him in that like worst QB this year. But Oof. he's definitely in the bottom three, isn't he? I would I would have thought. I'm trying to think, Wilson, Matt Ryan's been very very bad. But you don't. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily blame Matt Ryan. He's still got better numbers than Russell Wilson, and he hasn't made mm. as many glaring mistakes. It's been. <clears throat> I mean, the Colts are a bugbear of mine because they keep trying to change the wrong thing to fix a problem. Like it doesn't mm. matter what quarterback you put in in Indianapolis, they're getting hit way too early. You saw that with mm. Foles coming in. You've seen it with Ryan all season. So I, I actually feel quite sorry for Matt Ryan in the. Oh yeah. I don't think what's happened to him this year is his fault. There is a large part of that in Denver that is down on Russell Wilson playing poorly. Nathaniel Hackett as well has been a disaster hmm. of a coach, and yeah, as I say, sacked on Boxing Day. But yeah, that that Broncos team is just just a car crash. But Russell Wilson is the one driving the car. Do you if, do you feel? You, sorry, go on. Go on, go on. I, I was just I was just going to say if they if they. They're going to give Russell Wilson another year because of that huge contract. Mm. And if if they bring in a if they bring in a coach and he starts to feel more settled, then I feel like it wouldn't be a massive surprise if they turned it around next year and we kind of forget about this year and write it off a little bit. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, I was I was going to I was going to ask you guys like who, right, bear in mind one of them's just not going to get fired because you know. Just this lucky bastard. Um, <laughs> but who's the biggest disaster, Nathaniel Hackett or Josh McDaniels? Uh, I think Hackett. Hackett. Really? Because yeah. I think, but he, had, but but Josh McDaniels has got a team and went made the playoffs, added Devontae Adams and uh, who's it, Charlie Jones or something? Yeah, Charlie Jones. Yeah, mm. and. So pretty much you should be like deep playoff ready. I'm not saying you're going to win the whole thing, but you should be like, you know, at least on the tails of the other guys in the AFC. I think and then you get worse. McDaniels gets a bye because so of the divisional strength, I think as well. Yeah, but he's losing games that he shouldn't be losing. Like, oh, I suppose the Broncos are in the same division. That the Broncos are in the same division. We can't do that. But the, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I Frame think... Point. I think I give McDaniels more of a pass because of you see how New England is so bad on offense now that he's not there. And I don't know. I just don't rate Derek Carr that much. It depends how high on Carr you are. Well, I'm neither, neither does his head coach because he's been benched for the rest of the year. And Jarrett's Yeah, why? Can, right. Do you, can you guys shed some light on that? Because I saw that. I didn't really understand it. Is it, is it. Are they doing that so that they can rest him and then trade him in the offseason and he doesn't get hurt? I don't understand what the point is. Completely unnecessary benching. I think it's just a sign that they're like, right. But he's played there for eight years. Like, it just seems nuts to not never, let him Never missed a game season. aside from when he broke his, uh, was his, it was his arm in that MVP season he had. Yeah. Never missed a well, game. Did he, did he ask but this is why Josh McDaniel... No. 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 But he probably said, he probably asked like, how, how can he help? But he's probably going to hand it out. Like, he's such a nice guy. He's going to be handing out the oranges. <laughs> waters and things like that anyway like i i just don't understand that move one and it's two it's like how to lose your quarterback fan fan base and also your star player with devonta adams in one move because mm -hmm. devonta adams is pretty much i would be surprised if they're going to ship out Derek carr he's already made noises 
and said effectively, like, I, I came here because of him. Like, it w would not be here if it wasn't for him. And he's not having a good time. I mean, he's doing his job. Like, he's obviously performing. But I I would be very surprised if I don't see a trade request. Because it just isn't working. Well, I mean, if Devontae Adams does that, more full Devontae, to be honest. You think so? Yeah, 100%. If you, if you went to a team for one guy... Uh, I, I, the whole if Adams kicks up a fuss about this Raiders thing he's the architect of his own downfall because he could have maybe taken less money in Green Bay he could have stuck around with Rodgers I know he was frustrated with Rodgers because Rodgers was on the fence all the time Do I, am I retiring mm. am I not all that so he's gone to the Raiders but if he's gone to the Raiders for one guy and mm. players unfortunately players it's a freaking business for these owners and these coaches and if things aren't working they're going to do things to save their own skin so if you're getting annoyed that they're trading the quarterback that you came for, then it doesn't really matter what reason you came for. The team wanted you to be there to be an impact player, and they'll probably try and build around him at least as well over the next couple of years, as opposed to, right, uh, McDaniels and Carr doesn't work well enough to be able to get in the playoffs in this division with the way it's set up at the moment. What if Denver get good as well? We're not in on Carr. I mean, Josh Jacobs sounds like he's going to be leaving. Which is, think which is more worrying to me. Yeah. Like, I think he's, uh, he's a free agent. But did you see his post-game interview? Where, yeah, I did actually. Where he just said, on, uh, he said like, oh, I'm, Instagram. I bust my ass every day for this and, and it's not working and I'm fed up. He just said he was fed up with it all, which basically is a player saying, I'm out. I'm, I'm... Yeah, but then isn't that down to Josh McDaniels? Like, this is, I mean, look, he's going to keep his job because, you know, the, the owner, Raiders owner, loves stars like he just that's all he's about mm -hmm. like he, he mm -hmm. signs mm -hmm. stars or big names and that's all he cares about he I, I don't know what it is but the decision making there is terrible time after time after time and he's the one who's responsible for it but at the end of the day is that if you look at it really josh mcdaniels has upset the whole apple cart of the team the harmony the progression that they made and then to be pissing off you're running back and your wide star wide receiver and actual, you know, Derek Carr is a, I'm not saying he's elite, but he's, a, he's above average. Yeah. So he, he'll get you there. Like, he, you know, mm. he, he he's, he's a reliable quarterback. I don't think he's obviously there's a few people that are in elite, but he, there's not much in it between him. And I don't know. You probably can disagree on this, but, Joey, Joe Burrows, like, I I don't think there's that much daylight between them. Oh, I don't know about that yeah. at all. <laughs> you were right you know, with that. I, I don't think you're going to agree I, with I, this. Well, I was going to say, I was with you. I was with you. I was nodding along all the way, and then you threw that in. I think that, I think Derek Carr is a great example of, like, he's, I don't think he's, he's kind of flirted with being a top 10 quarterback sometimes. Maybe he's, like, 8 to 16 of kind of, like, quality. And he kind of does that nearly every year. And that that is good. It could be good enough to win your Super Bowl if you have everything mm. else in place. But it's kind of not enough when things go badly to pull you out of if problems. He's at, if he's at the 49ers, uh, you're thinking oh, exactly. the Niners have got a way to win a ring. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I if he's put... there, if he, I hope he goes somewhere like that. Like, yeah. honestly. Maybe the like, Jets, He deserves... Well, I mean, well, I mean, the landing places at the moment are what are we looking at? We're looking at the the Colts, for Colts, sure. The Jets, they need a QB. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, possibly the Niners. You don't know what they're going to do with Lance and Garoppolo. And all of this for the Niners at the moment is more damning on Trey Lance than anything else. The fact that Brock Purdy steps in and is so able to mastermind yeah. the offense. Garoppolo yeah, but I don't really think well. that's his fault because he, he just got injured. Like, no, he but was, it, he like, wasn't good though when he, he was playing. He wasn't I remember as good he, as he, those two have been when he was yeah, playing. But he at the start had players of the year. missing. Like Brock Purdy's coming. I'm not knocking Brock because he's definitely done really well, and I think he's a better version than Jimmy G because he's actually more mobile. Mm. He actually gives them the option that they want him with Trey Lance. But I just think that with Trey Lance, he's getting like kind of rough deal. Like he started when the team half. You know, there's a lot of players that weren't there. Yeah, you're right. Debo yeah, was injured. Start. Kittle, Kittle, maybe was it? He's Kittle was injured. Kittle was just coming season. back. McCaffrey yeah. so wasn't was... there. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they were they were you missing know, a lot of talent. Brock Purdy's coming team. in like. In a, it's like you know, Lamborghini ready to go. Like you know, whereas <laughs> <laughs> when, when Trey Lance got there, it was just like, all right, okay, we're um, you know, we have to put this car together. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I just think it's not really fair on him. Because people Lance like like is like Mick Schumacher stepping into a Haas F1 car, and then Brock Purdy suddenly decided to step into the Red Bull like at the end of the season. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. That. No, I, I know, I know, you're finding a way to talk about Max, and I'm not going to bite. I'm not. <laughs> going to bite i'm not i hate him and i always will and but i'm gonna reluctantly accept any form of uh you know guest or um i, I thought it was really bad that? that lewis hamilton didn't even vote in the driver's oh, wow. poll for See, drivers of the year i thought that was really sad only driver to abstain from the voting which i thought was weird but you know um let's just uh carry on with that do you want me to please. do you want me to seg segue our way out of this trade yeah please for the love we, of god we, we touched on we touched on the jets <laughs> and uh I, I was just thinking i was looking at the the schedule left i was looking at the playoff picture emerging and do you remember if we only go back like five weeks how open the nfc east looked and then since then, the Dolphins lost four in a row, the Jets lost four in a row, and the Pats lost four in five, and the Bills have won six straight. Like, that is how quickly football can change. That was the most competitive division. And now you look at it, and the Bills, are, have they got 12 wins or 11? Mm. They're four wins ahead, I think, what? of um, the Dolphins, which well, is crazy. Tua could stop throwing to the opposite team. That would be nice. That would have been really helpful for the Dolphins because his Christmas oh Day performance God. was Ollie, oh a disaster. What is going to go on with Tua? How many concussions has he had? He needs to think about his like future as a person, let alone a football player. Yeah. Is he? If I, he gets an honestly, if he comes back and he gets another concussion, isn't that four in a year? It'd be. Like, I don't well, think they're gonna. I don't think he's a franchise quarterback now. I I just think that that's going to be in. Really Any franchise's head, you're not going to be giving him big money. So again, enter Derek Carr. Like you yeah. got, I actually know they've, they've yeah, that's pretty much spot. given up. That's they've given spot. up everything. Yeah. I don't think they've got much left in the they've in the, in the no capital in the kitty. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah I, I, it's it's funny because actually at one point I was saying to Ollie that um, these guys are contenders. You know, for you know for the AFC, uh, yeah. because at the end of the day, they they held they held. Just they hung in there with with the Bills. I know Bills had a couple of people out, as the Bills mm. fans always you know mention. But at the end of the day, the game's the game. That's it. You know, yeah. here's what it is. You lost. Um, just before, to, so you don't give Eagles fans any reason to be like, oh yeah, we would have won if no, you lost. I, I, I've not said that we would have won if Hurts, but everybody else has, so I don't need to. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, Dolphins are. I'm I'm quite disappointed for the Dolphins because 
Like literally, they put all their their chips in the middle of the table, you know, and unfortunately, it just looks like it's going to peter out. But you've got really your, your, the Dolphins are so well set up. It, it's it's yeah, kind it's of everything but the quarterback. And I would, I'm very jealous to have a head coach like Mike McDaniel's at, at the Dolphins. He looks like a really fun what's, guy to play. What's for. wrong with the one you got? Well, you know, he'll, he'll lose a game of basketball to Jalen Hurts. Apparently, he'll lose uh, he'll lose a running race to Jalen Hurts, and and all of the athletic ability of Jalen Hurts means that he no, heals faster this? than everybody else as well. Oh yeah, what was that? He was talking to a reporter, right? So why was he trying to compare a sports reporter to a professional athlete? I was very confused at that. Was that? Have you, was he angry Dave, have you at the seen Flash? Or? Have you seen uh, not Flash? Have you seen Spider Man? Home, um, the new one. Uh, no. With- you ever seen Spider Man? Is that the cartoon well, okay. one that's coming out? No, no, Not the the ones no, with the, like, Tom Holland. The ones with Tom Holland in it. Oh yeah, I've there. seen I've seen one of them. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, Flash in there, the 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 jerk guy that's yeah. in there. Yeah. That's their head coach. That's who he is. <laughs> he is the guy that all the cool people hang around with. Okay, okay. Just just because they want to use his pool, and then he's do anything to impress them, and so this guy here. Is a douche, and he literally. <laughs> <laughs> I I literally said that to Ollie. I think whatever time he saw it in the middle of the night, he just saw that message like just that with douche in it. I think he had to work out whether I'm talking about him or <laughs> the head coach. As, head as coach, sports as sports journalists, though, that does that stuff like really rile you when you know a reporter asks a kind of reasonable question and then. A coach or a player just goes off like that. That that just, I mean, I couldn't tell if Sirianni was like annoyed and kind of no, having like was a, bit trying of to a be grumpy funny? reaction. Or he's trying, he, to yeah, he's trying to be funny. He's or trying to be what? funny. But like, it seemed insulting. It seemed like a very rude thing to say. To it just, us. it just. No, but he thinks you're not the athlete. The way it is, is that he hangs around with the athletes, and then he thinks he's called cool by association. Well, you're not. You're not cool. <laughs> And you, you, he runs his mouth more than any coach there is. Like Mike McDaniel is is a, a funny guy. Like he's he's that uh, you know. Uh, Ollie and I discussed this already. He's yeah. that person when you didn't realize was so cool. Like he's a hipster and oh cool, that's cool. We thought he was a nerd, but actually you're kind of cool and you're funny too. And you come into your own because he. I loved him from when he did that Mike Jones thing when he was in uh, the Forty Niners when uh, when when he went who. Mike Jones, he did that. I thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Wicked. I actually love this guy. But this guy, Sirianni, is a douche. He is. Uh, he he tries to be cool and he's not. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to come to London next year. And I'm going to have to just, and I'm going to have to be like, <laughs> you'll have your arm around him. Yeah, and you'll be yeah, like, yeah. oh, Nick, oh, oh Nick's Nick, such a oh. great head coach. You know, as a Giants fan, I look at what you've done with Philadelphia. And- never will I say that, first and foremost, never. <laughs> but no, but he is like one of these guys that just like thinks he's cool because he's in with the cool kids and the cool kids are just literally just using him because, you know, they can use his car, they can go in his pool, use yeah. his barbecue, use his house when his parents are in. Like, or just, you know, he, you're not cool. Just do your job and just be quiet. He does do his job, though, Dre. Does do his job. Yeah, he is. I'm looking at one, records. When they, Mike McDaniels is looking a bit weak right now. But No, but the, the thing That's is, right, 
calm down, Eagles fans, because you don't really play against anyone. And whenever you do, you lose. So I'll tell you what's coming. The winds of 49 is a coming for you. I see. Okay. <laughs> Look, you can't blame Eagles fans and the Eagles for the NFL schedulers. Like, we can only we beat who is in front of us. And we've done that 13 of the 15 times this year. And that's more than anybody else has done that this year as well. So we can only just sit there and and defeat whichever you know ragamuffin team is is put <laughs> put in front of us and you know whether it's you know the, the Dallas Cowboys getting a lucky win when we didn't have our starting quarterback whether it's the there we go. whether it's the the New York Giants being handed the ultimate ass whooping you know i mean you know it's, that's just what we got to do at the end of the day but i i we I, have I mean, no players I completely, I completely agree with you that uh, Sirianni is like the least charismatic guy trying to be charismatic. That's the, that's the thing. He's just trying too hard. It was like that he flowers thing yeah, yeah, yeah. last year when he was like, oh, you just got to water the flowers and we're all a, a bunch of special flowers <laughs> and the, the garden's going to grow. And it's like, no, nah, shut up. Like, that's not inspiring fighting talk. That's you doing your gardening like when you've retired, mate. Like, just, just give it a second. Like, wait. <laughs> But I will bleed for you, Nick. A hundred percent. If you just get Philadelphia to Arizona for me, I, I will retract anything and everything I've oh ever said about you in my entire life. That will be it. <laughs> this but is Ollie all over. Just a, a professional troll merchant. You know, <laughs> Dre, that he wore that Alpine top to England, France. He came to watch that at my uh, at my house. And he wore an Alpine top, <laughs> and he's he's what? Constant... Yeah, <laughs> didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. That no, was he did. <laughs> he did. He did. Because I've just been joking. Because he Ollie barely supports England anyway. For Italia. Uh, yeah, yeah, and supports. You got you got two of us here, bro. You got unfortunately. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not in there. I'm not in there. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do the blind optimism. With the same average players all the time, little segue of, of into football, but it is it's it literally is delusional world, and it's just like let's just be honest. There's there no one player would get on any of the the finalist belt um, bench at all, and it's just like the same thing all the time. So if the expectations were low, and then you're surprised, just like America, how far you get, then I'll be like cool. But it's just like the whole it's coming home and everything like that. But yeah. I know he did that on purpose. I know he trolled you. He did. Purpose. He did. He did. Let's <laughs> agree on that. Unbelievable. That was a real, that was a real thing. Absolute all the tops slander. he could have worn. <laughs> he did have, it was quite funny as well. So we, Ollie did, uh, just to sing some praises to Ollie. He's a good guy, I promise the listeners. He's a good guy <laughs> most of the time. He did bring a bottle of champagne with him and we opened it when England scored the first goal. Uh, and then we had some very sad champagne by the end of the game. <laughs> There's nothing worse than two guys sitting there drinking sad champagne. Sad champagne. <laughs> That's not what you want. You want happy champagne. The, the best thing was is that I brought that champagne for Dave and his nice wife to have over Christmas. Really get on with Kate and everything. It's like, this will be a nice thing. Like I'm coming over, staying the night. Here's a bottle around Christmas time. Enjoy. And as soon as that England goal went in, Dave's like, should we get the champagne? <laughs> Kate, yeah. Kate was out. She didn't get any of it whatsoever. <laughs> Good thing she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there will be no second bottle coming for Kate, I'm afraid, either. We're running low. We're running low on uh -uh. the fizzy stuff now. Not surprised. Um, 
anything anything that you want to say you're regretful for as we approach the end of the year dre dave in 2022 I know we did the... What, in life or in NFL-wise? Well, I mean, if you, we're getting like things off our chests at this point with everything. So if you want to go list. with in life, like, you know, making friends with me around about October a year ago, that would be one I think that you could probably... Yeah, uh, you, know, you know what? Like, literally, me becoming friends with Ollie is like, you know when uh, you've seen Ghostbusters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know when the, uh, when the guy comes down and you say, you've got to shut it down. Here's my permit. And they're like, if you let it... You shut this down, it's gonna it's gonna cause chaos. Yeah. Shut it down and brought out the paper. This is exactly what happened. It's like, <laughs> you know, me inviting Ollie into my world is just uh <laughs> just a constant trolling of all sports. Yeah. Of my of my Liverpool football team, of my Giants, and then and then where I think I can get away with it, Formula One. Like he's everywhere. Trolling stop, me. Stop picking easily trollable teams. I mean, that's omni trollable. <laughs> your own, your own fault. I bit my tongue when you were talking about average players and delusional blind faith, <laughs> and I was about to say, "Why do you support Liverpool?" Then, but I didn't say that because oh. I thought I'd just let it and leave it. But you know, you, you bring the worst out in me. No, I meant like well, Dre. I've I've been friends with Ollie since we were like twelve years old, and it still feels oh, like that. I'm thirty-five now, so uh, <laughs> you know. But I, you know. I guess I've got some kind of Stockholm syndrome at this point because yeah. I keep coming back. <laughs> um, no, I meant like uh, for the NFL for 2022. Has there been been any regrets? Because we did our apology podcast the other week, which Jazz, oh, you did. We did an apology podcast. Yeah, mm. I apologise to a Who number. Who did Jazz of... apologise to? Jazz didn't apologise to anyone because he's like yeah, Conor McGregor. Much out of him. Yeah, I think oh. I got him to apologise for being so low on the Chiefs because he was desperately wrong about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he thought they'd finish third or fourth into the division. And uh, who did you guys apologize to? I apologized to Josh Allen and to Jalen Hurts. I think I Josh apologize- Allen. What did you say about Josh Allen? That he is not good enough in the NFL because he wasn't for his first two years, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, Josh Allen's amazing!" I was like, "Oh my god, Josh Allen throws <laughs> like so many freaking interceptions. It's ridiculous." Um, but yeah, I- last year's playoffs and this year, um, look, I will say he is a very, very good quarterback in the NFL now. He wasn't before, but he is now. He's been Dave? very good for quite a while. Um, <laughs> uh, who did I apologise to? I think I got. I think I squeezed one in there for the Giants, Dre, because good man. You I see? didn't see them doing anything. I thought they would probably be top five draft <laughs> pick, not a playoff team. So they're not super impressed team. by them. What they look like, they are now. They're going to get in, but they've never looked like a playoff team. Like, the whole of the East is in the playoffs right now, by well, the way. The, the commies are in as well. That's What's going on? It's so mental, that. It's so mental. They need to yeah. shut down the number of teams that are allowed in the playoffs, I think. <laughs> it, it, we have seen that it's there's too many, too many games. They need not an easy run-ins for, for certain teams. Yeah. Um, well, I think I have to... Can I just say who, I, who, um, who I've got like uh, New Year's gripes with? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, I'm, but then also, I'll apologise to you know uh, Joe Shane and and Brian Dable because I wanted I wanted a different coach. Obviously, I don't need to go into that you know can of worms. But I wanted a different coach, who, who, and I was quite you, disappointed. Who did you want, who, who did no, you want? no, you're not. No, <laughs> listen, you ain't getting me banned. I'm too close <laughs> to get the free game. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted them to go to a different direction. I was disappointed with the direction at the time that they went into. But um, my lord, 
like that i i owe them uh their apology because they have literally just changed the fortunes of my team around and the optimism of the fans and and i feel that new york is back and yeah. and the nfl is a better place for it you can't have new york both new york teams suck yeah you know, it's actually been a, a quite exciting season because you know new yorkers run their mouse i'm a jace londoner <laughs> slash new yorker Slash Miami, and <laughs> who's running slash San Francisco? What well, um, San Bay Area? Slash Bay I, Area. Right, if if we can talk about the talk about the Giants, what do you mm-hmm. see happening next year with Daniel Jones? Is it is he, he he's it seems like he's played well enough to keep his job, but yeah. he's not going to be a top guy. So like, no, I, I, I think they, they, should, that? they should franchise him. I I, I think personally. Okay. And then keep Saquon. Now, I spoke to some other Giants fans and they were like, no, well, they should must make an offer for Saquon. And if, if he if he wants to get big money, then obviously he goes with our blessings. And I think we'll make a such a doubt. Like it, the, the, the next season will be like completely terrible if we do that. I mm-hmm. think that us having a weapon like Saquon, not that anything, everything goes for him because we've got some new guys who've actually come in. Like, sometimes I didn't even know who, who they're throwing to. I'm like, who's this guy? Well, the receiver was like... so depleted even when they were in the yeah. UK. Like, But, like, we pulled like we pulled out victories. And it's, for me, it feels... Like, football-wise, it feels like when Klopp first joined Liverpool, where we had not the best players, but, he, you know, they would run through walls for him. And <clears throat> I just feel like... They they've got the 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 camaraderie with the team, from what everything I saw in the in the press conferences with the fan base, like everyone's just really really loving it. So I I, I if I was them I would just franchise Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones has proved himself that he should he should be the you know uh, quarterback for next season. Definitely. I was I was not. If anything, he deserves the biggest apology because it's like literally I was out on him last year. Mm. Um, he he doesn't turn over the ball that often, you know. He's been quite efficient, and and he's got legs. He, he he's done everything everything he possibly could to keep his job. Uh, Saquon's just a star, complete. Um, so that's what I'm hoping that they do. Uh, if they don't do that, then I I just I mean I you you're gonna have to go with what what they think because obviously they've proved me right, proved me wrong so far, uh, and then they're on a good track, but. I, I would I would like them to to, to keep him. Uh, I think it, it, de- it depends who's available on what money and if you what yeah. they like in the draft, doesn't it? Because if they get an opportunity to upgrade at QB, then I think they should. But if they have to go in next year with Daniel Jones, then that's okay as well. So it's like that's a fairly good position to be in, really. I would yeah. I would still worry just a little bit about I mean I, I think losing <coughs> Saquon is obviously horrendous for the Giants mm. because he has been the heartbeat of the offense to a large part but I do worry just a little bit about the whole um Daniel Jones doesn't get anybody excited and if the Giants aren't willing to give Saquon a load of money when he's been a little injury prone shall we say even this year there's been mm. a few like you mm. know knocks and bruises around that doesn't make you think he's still like the ultimate bell cow that you would have said you know three years ago before that big injury so uh, like as a new yorker if you're a new york 
NFL fan or trying to decide which team you're going to pick in New York, I'd look at both teams right now and I'd I'd be looking at the Jets because of the young, great talent that they've had this year. You know, Source Gardner, Garrett Wilson. Like it's That's a team, I think, set up more to have a longer, good future. I think with the Giants mm. right now, I still... And this isn't me being like abusive to you, Dre, or anything like that. It's genuinely my opinion. It's like, I would worry that this year could be a slight flash in the pan if you then don't go and get Barkley back or Barkley mm. has another knock that then leaves him out. And yeah, but you, you've got then you, a Daniel you, Jones and you've got rid of Kadarius Tony, who, you know, we I really liked as a as a receiver and I guess wasn't used well enough because he's done okay since going to the Chiefs this year. Um I don't know, there's there's not enough pop for a New York mm. team, I reckon, with the Giants compared to a Jets team, for instance. But you bring up the Jets. I mean, the Jets are similar in a way that they run through their defense. And this year, the Giants' defense has been really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, With, like, Thibodeau and other players stepping up. So I don't know if, like, the offense isn't there, but it feels like this defense, the way they're playing and the players they've got, that that could be around for the next few years. So if you're using that as the base for the Jets being good, then I think that applies to the Giants as well. Yeah. I mean, yes, the Jets have got more on offense in terms of weapons, but <clears throat> I don't know. It's a good point. We're missing a couple of wide receivers. Uh, you know, I, I think we're missing a stout wide receiver, someone to take the attention away from. From uh, yeah, yeah, and and a shut a shutdown DB of some sort as well would be useful. Yeah, but I I think we've got a, a very very good defense. Like we got to a stage where it's like if we are on our you know this or or, or goal line, I always feel quite confident that we're going to, you know, stand our ground. Like, mm. there's not many teams that have come and just dominate us. I would say probably Eagles and for whatever reason, the Lions came and just really just like handed us their arse. Like, you know, but there hasn't, there hasn't been many other teams. So if you look at the start of the season with Derek Henry keeping in quiet, we kept, um, uh, um, I forgot the 49ers running back. My, my brain's dead now. Uh, well, it was pre McCaffrey. Um, McCaffrey, yeah. So McCaffrey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was kept quite. He was kept quiet as well. So I, I just think that, you know, they have to renew Dexter Lawrence as well, who's done really, really well. Mm. You know, just find a way to keep them all. Like if, if, if it's at all to all yeah, possible. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that um, I'm hoping that Saquon's not just going to go anywhere else. Obviously, just for money. I think I'm hoping that there's like some type of hometown discount or something that they can kind of work out. But mates yeah, rates, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I think we need it because the thing is that we're not that far away from what I've seen this season. You know, the record is what the record yeah. is because I, it's not I like luck. Know, like, what, uh, what's your situation in terms of because you had the most expensive wide receiver room coming into this year? Oh what's God. the contracts for like Galladay and Slayton and stuff? Like, can you get can you move some of those guys on and then like Galladay is a non-factor. Like, mm. is he still under contract next year? Or can you cut? I think they in? can. I, I think they could have to swallow it this year, and then next year they can look to cut okay. him. But it's still, it's still going to be a like you know against the cap. But I think yeah. from from also for team morale and team spirit, like you can't be having someone like him there who's just like, no. oh, I should be playing regardless, no matter what happens. Like, even if I'm not performing in, in, in training, like, I should still get to play because of, you know, what, what I assigned. It's just like, he's the last of the Gettleman signings. 
he's the last of of the the buffoonery that was there before. <laughs> you know, just like such a good word, fuzzy, fuzzy bear, bloody you know, with his with his bloody whizzy tie, making deals and making jokes, and he's the one who let Odell go. Yeah, right. Okay. Can I get onto my gripes just really quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. We like hate on this podcast. Go for it. Right. Okay. So on my list of people that are that should um the wall of shame let's say i'm going to just start off the top of my head kyla murray is number one nice like, guy nice Ky- guy <laughs> <laughs> kyla murray is like literally it, i i just feel that he's he's a spoiled insecure <laughs> i'm trying to think of something um, please don't send him over next year but <laughs> i just think that he lost me a little while ago, um, you know, as a quarterback. I, I just, I thought that he's got a decent talent, but I just feel that he's just like a bit of a one-trick pony. It's just like you can't always like, you know, hustle and just see what's going to happen. I just never feel like it's a scheme that's a, a planned scheme. I feel like mm-hmm. it's just always on the whim. Uh, you know, I, I just think they got away with it last season and then obviously got found out when it comes to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But when I saw him coming off, of the well, one the contract, and I think that that contract was signed for a reason because the end of the day is that you don't study enough, you know. And then he made them take it off, and he didn't see, yeah, you know, he didn't try to like play it down or even just like ride it out because obviously you got paid a lot of money, dude, like guaranteed money, but you still were like snippy in the media about it. And then the unfollowing, you know, the the Cardinals, just like petulant, childish behavior. But the one that I couldn't take is when he came off the field and he's just like telling his head coach, calm the fuck down. Like, mm. like that there, I just think you're just on the list. But they're, they're tied to it. They're, they're tied to this guy. Uh, and, but if you see the locker room, locker room's not behind him in any formal way. So I don't know. That's a mess that I don't know if they're going to be able to repair. I don't know what you guys think of that. That's my first one. Always, always been overhyped, in my opinion. I think I've been on the anti Kyla Murray train for a, a while now. Yeah. With the, it's just getting an athlete as opposed to getting a quarterback. Yeah. Like, well, I think I think he epitomizes something. You really, he's he's the ultimate um, run first QB, Ollie. Yeah. But also, I think that what you don't like as well is you like you tend to like passing quarterbacks the most. You like QBs that make good decisions and that can control at the line of scrimmage. And if you're going to have a running quarterback like a, a Hertz or an Allen, it needs to be like you're saying, Dre. It needs to be focused where your everything is designed. Where like if the if the QB is going to run it, you've you've got options before the run. You've got options yeah. after the run. Like. It, it it fits in with what you're trying to do, and you're right. It's just scatter shot with Kyler Murray. It just feels like every play is just taken off. He might do something amazing, or he's going to throw an inception, or he's going to throw it out of bounds, or he's going to get hit behind the line of scrimmage. It's, flag it's just football. chaos. It, it's it, chaos. Yeah, and it, yeah, it epitomizes what Ollie hates about QBs. <laughs> so it doesn't. He he's a hundred percent with you, Jay. He doesn't like it. Um, but yeah, we, we used to play American football on the beach in at university. And mm. the play was, all right, open on one, open on one, which just everybody get open. <laughs> and that feels yeah. like what the Arizona Cardinals are playing with Kyler Murray. It's just uh, snap the ball, somebody run, and we'll either chuck it up or I'll just run it for five, ten yards or something like that. That's all they do. Um, 
I just, I don't know. There, there is a little bit of me, though, that feels a bit sorry for Kyler Murray as well. <clears throat> I don't know what it is. There's, It's just... Maybe he's got people around him that aren't giving him the right advice as well or something like that. It just seems like a little... He seems quite lost at this point. Like, when you saw him on the sidelines of games this year, mm. he doesn't really know what to do with himself. You know, you see other, like, QBs, and they've got, like, the earpiece mm. in, and they're, like, talking yeah, with yeah. the coaches and everything. Yeah. You don't see that from him, which may be detrimental on him. That could that could completely be a massive negative on him. Or or he's just a bit like, what well, I don't know what to do if I'm not playing American football or playing yeah. Call of Duty. Like, those are the only two <laughs> things I have in my life. He doesn't like, seem like a well-rounded guy like a, like a Burrow or, like... A, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's even Lamar on the sideline always looks. You know, when mm. Huntley's been in, yeah. you know, it looks like he's like passing. They look mature. They look up for it. They look like wise above their years. He, he you're right. He looks lost when things are going badly. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's a little bit of feeling. I don't know why I've got this sympathy. I think it's just because he was quite nice to me this year. <laughs> like in a very... Oh, you can't say anything to yeah, me I know. again. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, no, I it, as... no, but yeah, Dave, it it does like when you meet the, the the players, like it's easy for me to be able to talk trash about Baker Mayfield. That's coming, don't worry. Um, <laughs> but but at the end of the day is when you meet some of these people, you you realize obviously they're human beings. And I'm not going on at Kyler Murray about you know just just to to rag on him. I'm just talking about what I've seen. I'm not talking yeah, about his yeah. personality. I completely, but I completely agree. That, no, I thought that it it was, and it's lucky that there was other other things that were happening at the same time, and the NFL has pretty much been the most exciting season this season has been than any other season I can remember. So there's always been like three bits of news that are, that are to be discussed each week. But mm. when I saw him come off the field and do that, I just thought you disrespectful piece of crap, like. That that for me is not something you're supposed to be doing. I'm not, I'm not having right. his personality, think, but he, yeah, you, yeah. But you look like human garbage when you did that kind of. <laughs> so I I think so to correct you a little bit. I think what you're saying is you are talking about his personality in a negative way, but it's his fault for bringing his personality into the game in that way, like that. And that's fair yeah. enough to get criticised. That you open yourself up. He's not he's not a professional. He's not just getting on with the job. And doing yeah. his best, which is what we kind of want, especially from these younger quarterbacks, because it feels like you haven't earned the right to, I don't know, almost have like a <clears throat> big personality. If you're going to come out and make like big waves, you need to back it up with Pro Bowls, with playoff yeah. wins, with winning records. And he can't do that yet. It's, so, it's yeah, like... I, I, you know, I, I don't like, sorry, Ali, I, I don't like big braggadocious people who have not actually backed up anything. So if we're going to another sport, you know, you've got um, like Ja Morant, like from, from the uh, Grizzlies, yeah, who talks a lot of shit all the time. And they, he was asked like, okay, well, who, what teams are you, are you looking at? Are you fear of facing? And he said, oh, I'm only fearing the Boston Celtics. And that's in a different division. So therefore the division that you're in is like, there's no one you can actually you fear. You're kind of looking past him. And you haven't got a ring. You haven't got a Super Bowl ring. You haven't got a... Well, you wouldn't have a Super Bowl ring. That'd be very impressive if he got a Super Bowl ring in the NBA. He would be. He came out of a... a All-time athlete. (laughs) But if you haven't got a ring to to bet... Or even a a finals appearance that you can actually talk shit. Like, I just don't like him. Michael Parsons, 
It's like, just like, you could be a great player, but you haven't won anything. Mm. You haven't been to a Super Bowl. Stop talking. Yeah. It's like that that type of stuff, that braggadocious. And it maybe it's the old man, get off my lawn in me. Like, you know, but it's like the people like, uh, again, we're going to, it's only a matter of time before I get there, Baker Mayfield. It's like, back to being braggadocious Baker Mayfield. Mate, you're a mm. placeholder. You won't be there next season. And then it's it's pretty much the same thing that happens with Baker Mayfield. He gets himself comfortable, starts talking shit, starts walking around with the swagger like he owns the place. And then he starts throwing picks all over the place. He won't be there next season. He'll be back up because Matthew Stafford is far, far, far better than him. I don't know if he's going to... Has he got problems with his spine or something? I think I reckon Stafford walks away Stafford at the end of this walk, year. Yeah. I think yeah. he retires. I think well, I don't Stafford... think there should be... Anchoring to, to Baker Mayfield, I think that's a, a, a accident waiting to happen. I can see it he happening. Is the average. Like, I think they'll the... keep him. I think they'll keep him, and then they'll bring in competition. Whether he wins the Derek Carr, go for it. Derek Carr, please. If anything, like if any, like Derek Carr is better than him by far. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Carr per cup. So is that? Yeah, I like that. I, I just think that there's there's a time where you you talk, and then there's a time where you actually just learn. And I think that Daniel Jones is an example where, you know, he's got a bit more confidence. Like this season, I saw him, like, got a bit frustrated with one of the wide receivers, Robinson, when he did when he, when he he dropped the ball. But he didn't, like, he was like, oh, come on, man. Like, you could you could catch that, like, more. But it wasn't, like, ragging as opposed talk. to, yeah, yeah, being an arsehole, yeah. And, and you know what? As much as I hate the Eagles, you know, you've got to look at their QB. Like, their QB is is a, 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 an example of how you should conduct Real yourself. Real professional. Yeah. yeah. Dak. Dak yeah. Prescott, another one. How you conduct yourself. And people yeah, think yeah. mad smack about Dak's, Dak Prescott. Like, that's, this is for me, personally, I, I might be two Patriots, like, for my own liking, but I just like people just, you know, doing the work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, doing the work. And then if Do you're Tom Brady, then you can go off on the sidelines if you want. Yeah. Do you think some of that comes with being a number one draft pick as well? Like Mayfield came into the league thinking he was the best thing. And that was, he was reinforced of that opinion by being the number one draft pick. Um, Weathers with Hertz, he was, was he a second round pick? And then uh, I, uh, I, Dak I, was a fourth round pick. Maybe that makes you a bit more humble. You appreciate what you got. I don't know. I, I, just think it's that so many of these guys whether they're first or seventh or whatever have spent so many years you know top dog in college top dog in high school you've just been mm. a winner and been told you're great so often and some people go one way with it and some people go the other and and you see it on twitter with people in like you know regular ass people talking about their jobs some people will be like oh i'm just really honored to have been given this opportunity to do this and mm. other people mm. will be like Oh, all of my hard work has paid off. It just shows mm -hmm. like I've worked so hard to get this opportunity. And it's like, there are, there's just two ways to act in those situations when a big moment comes like that, whether it's getting mm. into the NFL or stuff. And some people need to have that attitude of I'm the top dog, I'm the big dog, don't throw shade at me, look at what I'm doing. Mm. To As that motivator, that's, that's the kind of asshole nature that makes them great athletes. Like a Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. you know, who's often being considered like a grumpy bastard compared to Lionel Messi and all that kind of stuff. But that grumpiness almost is what drives Cristiano Ronaldo to be the incredible athlete that he's been for all this yeah. time. And and I just think because as a quarterback, you're in front of the media more than any other player and more than anybody aside from maybe the head coach. 
you just get to see a lot more of that with those players that do have that other kind of less enjoyable edge to them that makes them also what yeah why they're it's so all about great. winning as well though isn't it because i would say mm. josh allen and burrow are patrick mahomes is a lot quieter i would say he's more in that kind of get on with it professional well, his, his brother and his wife do all his the, family aren't yeah. but yeah but um but allen and burrow you could say they're more on the mayfield side of like here i am like i am the one in the room i'm the one on the pitch like mm. but they get results so it's really when things go wrong and they're not playing very well these players look really really bad like a murray like a mayfield they look bad when it goes wrong when it goes right you can be a, a borrow and say whatever you want because you go. Yeah, but I think that there's a difference between being what we call on FIFA, like a leader of men. Like, you know, I think there's a difference between you leading a person in by example. I think Josh Allen definitely does that. No, sometimes mm. a bit too much, like for, you know, for his own Super Bowl chances, like he would take on, you know, challenges that he doesn't need to do. Yeah. You know, and and talk, talk shit to the DBs. But like, if, when he's off the field, he's quite professional. He never says any braggadocious stuff, but he'll talk That's shit true. to the, the DB, but he's not, and he's geeing his team up. Like, even when, when there was that potential fight the other day with, uh, you know, I forgot, it was, it was against the Dolphins um, mm. when, when he got knocked out of bounds. And he did a, obviously you're gonna get up and be like, what the hell are you doing? And you, you would walk off, and another team would, you know, the rest of your teammates should be be you know arguing for you. Should be not in Denver. Uh, <laughs> not in Denver. They're gonna leave mm. you leave you on the floor apparently. But I, mean, <laughs> I think that's a cultural <laughs> problem as well. I think the next, I, I think if you're a person that actually conducts yourself in the in the right way, then people are gonna lead and follow you. Mm. Sorry, people are gonna follow you you when you when, because you're you've shown that you can actually lead. But I think. Who's the other person you said? You said uh, Josh Allen and who? Burrow. Oh, Burrow. Yeah, Burrow's another one as well. Burrow does, does he's got swag. And I think yeah. that he's already proven himself because he's got them not to a Super Bowl uh, and he's led that team from being like zero contenders to now being one of the contenders again. So, but they don't, they, they're not talking, they're not like Baker Mayfield talking shit about other QBs, other players. Yeah, you know, just yeah. like, do, do you see my point? So it's mm. like, it's as I said, them. like, I think, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what you 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 follow. You don't follow people that are just like talking. And I think that that is a maybe it's a generational thing, um, where people feel like they've got to do this Instagram type of talking before they do anything. And Michael Parsons is one of them because he will learn because he'll get bounced out of of the of the playoffs, be it by the the Eagles or Forty Niners, whatever happens. You ain't winning no Super Bowl, and then you, what are you gonna say then? So it's just like you just put, make a. I don't like you saying that, Dre. That feels like <laughs> <laughs> that feels like hubris. Though. No, that Eagles are not going to be winning the Super Bowl as long as I don't care whatever uh, happens. No, you saying as long as Dallas they don't win won't. It. You saying Dallas won't win it? I've literally like that's visions in my head of a parade taking. Well, you place. think the Cowboys are gonna win it? Nah, mate. No. <sighs> I, I I think I think if I'm being honest, and I'm no joshing. Like no, just like you know, I'll be completely serious. I I do feel that the people that you guys fear are the Forty ers because they have yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. And, sure. and, and I the think there was a little right now. There was a little bit of a, a um, parade when Debo went off injured. I thought that you guys thought you had a chance and he's come back, mm. and they still beat down. You know, without him, they still beat down teams. So then you got McCaffrey. 
they got who, who's the, the other person? Um, Kittle. No, the other running back. Uh, I forgot his name now, but he was decent too. They He's changed decent. running backs so much. <laughs> I was going to say, well, half of them are in Miami now, Mostert and Wilson. <laughs> Jeff Wilson's gone, Mostert, Mostert's yeah, gone, and there was another one that they had. Like, who's is like, re- like they've got a team. Yeah, there's nothing that they haven't got. So I just think from and most of all, obviously, defense win championships, and Bosa's playing out of his mind, and they've mm. got like the best defense. And I, I don't really see a weakness. Purdy doesn't give the ball away unnecessarily, and he's giving them an extra option with running. So pretty much match for match, like with what Hertz does and what Purdy's done so far in the three games that he's three, was it two and a half games that he's played? Yeah, two games. He has, he's shown you he could actually do the same thing as Jalen Hurts. So I I don't really know where 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 the weaknesses is. I don't think the Eagles have really got a weakness either, though, I'd say. That's why that could be such an amazing championship game. As a kind of neutral, like I'd probably prefer the Eagles to to win. Um, but no. I also would like Carl <laughs> Shanahan to win a Super Bowl. So uh, I'd be pretty happy if that was a championship game. As a semi-neutral, that would be the best one. That was for like sure. A, that was the like only a... the only thing is in their favor is, is, is the weather. That's it because it'll be at their ground. That, that, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's the only only advantage they got, but they've got some, they've got dogs there. That they really have. So I, you know, I, I, as I said before, this is why Mark Michael Persons shouldn't be talking so much as well because yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, you're gonna have to face one of these guys, and when you lose again, what happens? Yeah, it's a good point. And he was kept at he was kept at bay for at least two and a half quarters by the Eagles in the first game. Parsons didn't have much in the second either the other week on, on Minshew. I would have liked they, to they see were... you guys with, with Hertz playing them, but I would have liked to see what happened then. Yeah. I, well, it's quite funny in that like Dallas and Philadelphia have both been missing. One of the teams has been missing their starting quarterback when they've faced each other this year. So if they meet mm. in the playoffs, we'll hopefully get Dak against That's Hertz. That's going to be good. Divisional round. Yeah. You're going to get them, Ollie. It's going to be, a, that'll be a great game as well, though. We've got, we've got some good playoff games, even though there's a couple of, wildcard teams that I really don't want to see much of. Um you know that that looks good. It looks really good on paper. You got you think about like we got the Bills and the Bengals playing mm. in the regular season on Monday. That could be an amazing playoff game. Yeah. Amazing playoff game. The Chiefs against kind of any of those top teams in the AFC would be awesome. Like Oh, yeah, we've got some good stuff coming up. I I'm do really I do like the NFL schedulers because I was talking about it the other week, I think, when we were talking about potential AFC championship games. And I said, I'd love to see the Bills-Bengals because we've not seen oh, that yeah. yet. We've not seen Allen against Burrow. Completely forgetting that they had this uh, this game in, <laughs> what, second to last week of the season. So we do yeah. get to see, like, round one of it. And if it's as good as a Chiefs-Bills game, it's like, oh, the AFC is going to be such a good fun Can playoff you, watch. The thing is, with, with a game like that, is I can't imagine it not being good. Like I could, I could imagine a 49ers Eagles game, maybe where the QBs don't fire and we get more of a defensive game. I just can't see not having a banger with Burrow and Allen going at it. Yeah, it's just it's locked in to be 30 points each and comes down to a field goal. Yeah. Are you guys comfortable with like Purdy being put on, you know, not a pedestal, but like putting on the Purdy same pedestal. Levels? I like that. Yeah. Like he's been put on this 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 platform that is like he's just as good as everyone else there. Yeah, I'm fine with from, it at the moment. Because I think everybody's looking at it as 
Purdy is doing exactly what he needs to do in a system mm. that is built for any competent quarterback to succeed. I don't think anybody's saying like Purdy is the man. I think everybody's just saying you are perfect for what you're being asked to do right now. You're doing your yeah. job. And, and that's exactly what you were talking about of like, just do the job that's required of you. It's so mm. Belichickian. It's it's dismally Belichickian of just do whatever you need to do. If you do what you need to do and the guy next to you does what he needs to do, then we're going to get what we need to do done. And that's what Purdy's doing. I yeah, full credit to him. As I say, I think I do think even you talking about the injuries and stuff, I do think it it doesn't sit well for Trey Lance um, that Garoppolo and Purdy both come in and, and make this Niners team with the additionals, obviously that have come back from injury and that have been brought in, look I this good. Done now. I don't, I, I don't see them bringing him. I, I, I really like. I know he's signing a new contract, but I just don't see them investing in him anymore what? like because he's always getting injured in some form of way now you have Trey Lance you have Brock Purdy like you you have exactly what you'd be looking for if if Purdy takes them deep in the playoffs uh -huh. who do you start week one next year Lance or Purdy Purdy it'll be Purdy yeah 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 I haven't seen that like literally everything he's done, like he's looks like he's been playing for years mm. and he's given them something extra you know, like he, he, uh, I don't know what that sort of technical term is, but like there's a throw to Ayuk, you know, bottom left corner of, of the, uh, with double coverage, mm. um, you know, uh, to, to Ayuk. And it's like, that's not, that's, that's not throws of someone that is like trash. Regular. Yeah. Like, mm. You know, mm. he's not, he, and he doesn't do reckless things. He, he takes care of the ball. You can see, like, literally, you know, he reads the defenses very well. Like, when, when he's when he looks like he's going to get rushed, he throws the ball away. He, you know, he hasn't done anything that I think, mm, you know, you're a bit showboaty here. And and he doesn't seem like he's because he's constantly reminded that he was the last pick of the draft. Like, I think he's aware of his place, and mm. he has to earn and win that place. Well, I, I'm being honest. Like, if 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 whatever happened with Daniel Jones, if they was to move for Brock Purdy instead, I'll be very happy. Very, very happy. He hasn't played a really good defense yet. Purdy. That's the other thing that I'd look at. Three games. Played the Dolphins. Dolphins came, defense came, came in against the Dolphins, though. Mm. Yeah, but, but still, you, Bucks, came in raw, you came in raw after. Bucks, Seahawks, Commanders. Like Seahawks is different. Is, is a good defense as well. It's all right. But like I, I'm, I'm more looking at like a playoff. Like Michael Parsons potentially is is still a, a potential game wrecker, for instance. Yeah, Dallas. Cowboys, Eagles, and, that and I think the the Eagles defense as well. You know, Brandon Graham's one off ten sacks, which would be the first team in NFL history to have four players with double digit sacks, kind of thing. I think there's that and that secondary in Philadelphia has been really good as well. I just, I think there will be a a real test for Purdy coming down the line. Unless the other thing is, is they're, they're talking about maybe like Jimmy G gets healthy during the playoffs and Could comes come and takes the job back, which I, I don't know if I like that one. It, it reeks is, of right? Brady and Breeze you... when Brady was benched for the AFC yeah. championship game, when Breeze came back in that first ever year of Brady and they were like Steelers away. We're going to put, we're going to put Drew Breeze back in and then Breeze had a bump brady came back in in that game and then brady started the super bowl but yeah i just not, I don't know. not drew Brees. um not drew Brees. sorry uh drew bledsoe bledsoe yeah, yeah. um i yeah i think that's a good point i'm thinking of 
like Shanahan is I don't think he has that much loyalty in terms of QBs, not in a negative way, but I think it is the best one plays at whatever time. Like you even just look mm. at this season, he's not afraid to just move on. And like they brought Jimmy G back in to the lineup. Mm. He was gone. He came back in, which is a credit to him as a professional. We're talking about other players being professional, just getting on with it. It was amazing to see him do that. Uh, a lot of players would have been like, no, stuff you. I'm not playing for you anymore kind of thing. Especially when think... they had him training on his own and things like that. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think that Carl Shanahan is just a pragmatist. Like he just sees them as chess pieces in a kind of way. <laughs> yeah. And like he's yeah. whatever's the best option going into next year, he'll make it. I don't think he'll just do it. Obviously, if Purdy won a Super Bowl or they get to a championship game and he plays well on the way, then you would have thought that's enough currency. But I wouldn't, I uh. think he'll just do whatever he feels like is best i don't think he's going to be withholding to a kind of yeah qb i don't i, I but i think that what what they will do is that like again is like stick to what works which is not not letting brock purdy like kind of expose himself too much like literally just do the minimal amount you have to actually do and i'm just looking at the depth chart like we're, we're not even talking about you know uh carl Yusek. Oh, yeah, you know, like you, you got a team there. Like, you know, oh, I was crazy. thinking about Elijah Mitchell. He's the one, so who, good. but he's on IR. Um, but they've got, they've got, um, they've got just weapons. I'm not seeing any weaknesses. McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, Debo. Like, you're come on, you ain't, Debo. You are not that's five. That. They, it feels like that's five Pro Bowl caliber players on one off. You're not stopping them. But like, in any form of way. Sorry, right. the and Eagles then, and... have got eight players at the Pro Bowl, so it's fine. That's more. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know what? This 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 Lily level, this Lily White, uh, uh, you know, games you've been playing are going to come to an end soon, and I'll be what, there. I don't know what you're waiting. talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've been very humble and miserable throughout this season. I've not genuinely not enjoyed large parts of this eagles run it's been very tough and every time i do decide to try and enjoy it it goes very badly um uh, there's a few messages that you sent me that uh say otherwise yeah yeah that's true um, yeah. But... <laughs> it, that's more enjoying the giants downfall than the eagles uprise every so often and i have to i have to give scott some rubbish and, and richard graves some rubbish as well because yeah uh, graves even on christmas day sent me the gif of Richard Graves of Sky Sports, formerly of Sky Sports, NFL Network Man of the Shield now, as, uh, as I like to call him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The uh, gift that he designed. He has a, he has his own gif, which is a desert, American desert sunrise behind him. And he's got a Dallas Cowboys cap on. And he's got his head down. So you just oh, see the star. No, this is, a, this is a gift that he sends me after every single Cowboys win. <laughs> and, uh, and, then it's just, and then it's just his head coming up and a horrible, horrible smile of like, <laughs> Cowboys country. And you're like, oh, it makes me really hate Mondays even more when Cowboys win. It's so going to be rough if you do somehow lose them in the playoffs. Well, Christmas, divisional weekend. That's going to be a rough day. Waking you're up have with to turn that on your phone, phone on Christmas Day was like not, not what Santa needed to bring this year for sure. Mm. Have you got any other gripes, by the way, Dre? I know you were getting some off your chest. I, th- I think I've got majority of them out of it. Um, I just want Deshaun yeah. Watson out of the league. He's not fun to watch either. Like right now, I just don't want him. Isn't it hilarious though? It's that is you talk about Santa giving us gifts. We got an early gift by Deshaun Watson coming back and being terrible. Yeah, yeah. That is that is so nice. Did he he play well the last game? I I'm not sticking up for him just in case anyone's thinking he was better. He was better. He was better. But they mortgaged their future and their reputation on this player 
and against all the advice of common sense and decency and ethics and he's been really bad and i love it mm. i hope he's terrible forever mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very pleased I, i'm not gonna say anything to disagree with anything you said because i don't <laughs> need the, my inbox full of like, <laughs> hey. this, this, this podcast does not represent the views of verge magazine and andre Dixon anyway. yes yeah. exactly yeah yeah, yeah uh, in any form way so if you see me sticking yeah, up dre please watching. please step into the trap that i've created for you exactly about, uh, deshaun watson being a, a i saw guy. you i saw you waiting like, i'm uh -huh. trying to get you i'm trying to trip you up you've had an immaculate show and then i get you at the end well actually deshaun watson it wasn't that bad what? Yeah. did he really do it no, no, that all up. i'm saying is not... <laughs> no <laughs> I'm uh, staying well clear of that. The guy ran close to the for end of the year. Thousand... Oh no, that's OJ Simpson. My bad. My bad. Sorry. Can you imagine? Can you imagine making a big slip up like that? It's almost like uh, who's that guy? Andrew Tate with the, oh, with the big yeah. slip up. Oof. Oh my god. That I'm sorry. I know it's non-football related. No, no. It is. It is. If whoever, I, I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but literally just look at the trail between him going at this this Greta girl. And the back and forth, and then her, she finished him off not once, not twice, but three times. Yeah. It's just great. It's great to see. Gets but that's busted. what happened with me. Gets him busted. By a pizza box. <laughs> <laughs> Two quite dislikable people going at each other on Twitter. So good yeah. to sit back and enjoy that. Yeah. No, no, no. She's, Dave's doing it again. He's going to have me saying something. <laughs> I, I think I think going on going it. on Greta, Dre. Going on Greta. Go on. <laughs> no <laughs> way in hell. You. Oh man. No, no, you're listen, not, you're not listen I have enough biting. Red Bull fans coming at me. You know, because yeah. dare I say anything bad about their 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 creator, Max Verstappen. Max, Max, but Dre, Max, Dre, Dre Max, as you Max. as you were saying off air, you know, climate change isn't even real, is it? <laughs> yeah. So, you wanna <laughs> You don't want to say that publicly? Oh, we're not recording anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's how that's how this the only chance of me making any money out of this podcast is if we blackmail all our guests and then get Ollie to record it and then we just release the tapes one day. Or don't and get paid loads of money. Or just edit it. Just edit it. Man. Just edit it. <laughs> Stuff that don't even sound like it should in the same sentence. I want Matt Stafford to fail. See, we've already got already got that in the bag, yeah. <laughs> Things off. I love that. Outrageous. You should use that clip anytime I'm on the show. Just use it. Uh, it's, we'll we'll get something clipped off of you having to go at Kyla Murray, and I'll use it on every single podcast that you're on. Of just, or just clip oh. up the Greta Thunberg, and then yeah, and then yeah, that, that'll work the as Kyla well. Murray. Yeah. No, nah, clip up, clip up the Suriani douche. I'll say that for free. Suriani is a douche. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking quickly of making money, Dave, have you put a bet on for this weekend? I have. Let me get out. Cause Do you want to read out Jazz's one while I? Uh... I didn't even realise if he'd sent one. I've. He did, if he's not he did, on the podcast, he he's dead to me for the week. That's the thing. Oh, come oh on, wow! Uh... <laughs> I've, I, no, I'll, I'll go with what I've got at the moment. Um, as I said earlier, I bet on the Cowboys to uh, to have a victory on Thursday night football. Unfortunately, it did happen in the bag. The Thursday night football curse. The Titans as well, finishing this year so badly. Oh yeah, they need rough. a big overhaul. Like. Don't get rid of AJ lose. Brown. That might be the really smart mm -hmm. takeaway from the Tennessee Titans and Mike Vrabel. Uh, I've gone the Rams to cover a plus 6.5 spread against the Chargers. Mm -hmm. I am taking the Seahawks to beat the Jets. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what have you done? I've bet on the, Cle the Cleveland Browns to beat the Washington Commanders, but that I don't feel good about that because 
like that's a Watson. Thing. I've taken the other way on that. So yeah, uh, yeah, and then I've taken the Cardinals to beat the Falcons and the Panthers to beat the Buccaneers, and that's sixty-six to one. Ah, pretty good. Pretty good. Right, I've got Jazz's bet in front of me. I've got the Panthers plus four for Jazz against the Buccaneers. He's got the Browns as well against the Commies. Don't agree with that, but you never know. Uh, Cardinals plus eight and a half. Uh, Or Wentz is playing for the Commanders, isn't he? Just rewinding. Mm. So I think that's probably why he's done that. Maybe that's smart from you guys. Cardinals plus eight and a half against the Falcons. A weird one. I'm sure the spread is like five and a half. Yeah, I think, I think he's, he's made that one up. He's altered that one himself, yeah. Chiefs minus four and a half against the Broncos. He's gone off piece there as well. Eagles minus two and a half against the Saints. 49ers minus six and a half. He's all over the place, isn't he's, he? Jazz is doing... I regret his, reading this out. Yeah, I hate this Jazz is doing his thing where he's got way too into it again. And now he's like fiddling <laughs> all the spreads yeah, himself he thinks he's to cover really his smart. own bets. Yeah, as opposed to the actual spread. None of those were actual spreads that he read out. Uh, he's, he's got about 19 and a half to one. Well, yeah. just, let's Whatever. move on. Yeah, get rid of that anyway. guy. Get rid and of that then, guy. What have, I, what have <laughs> I got? I can't even remember. I can't remember what I've done. I've got a, uh, a 4,000 to 1 accumulator of 13 teams. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, you know. 4,000? Yeah. yeah. So that's all the underdogs, basically. Not all of them. Still still going for the Eagles in that one. So, But yeah, there's oh. there's quite a few underdogs in there. Okay. Seahawks, the Rams, uh, Colts. Colts to beat it's the hard enough picking. It's hard enough picking a sixth team accumulator Ollie. Yeah. that lone th- 13 Look, we, we well got we got close outside we got close a couple of years ago and missed out on 1200 quid by a game because mm. my mate pit, bet on the vikings to lose and they're his team and the vikings won and that was the only one that didn't come in on our accumulator oh yeah never bet against your team yeah right so i've got quickly mine commanders against the browns i've got detroit beating the bears I got the Dolphins plus two and a half against the Patriots. Uh, I got the Eagles minus five and a half against the Saints. I got the Falcons to win. Don't know why I put that in. I I literally bet on the Falcons every week. And blind faith. Oh, it's just so stupid, isn't it? What? I just don't. I don't <laughs> deserve do happiness. I don't deserve happiness. And then the Panthers, I've got beating the Bucks, <clears throat> and that's got me thirty-five to one. I don't feel great about it. Yeah. Doesn't look good. Yeah. There we go. Dre, thanks for joining us, man. That awesome. Was... Never, never a problem. Thank you guys for all your hard work and, you know, representing, like, you know, Virgin, you know, and everything that we do. And thank you for Ollie in particular for, not that you don't do anything, Dave. You do. I don't really. But you, no, you provide great <laughs> entertainment and right. solid counsel to, you know, uh, to, to water down some of Ollie's crap. But um, you know, thanks, Ollie, <laughs> for, for, all the work you've done, obviously, Super Bowl stuff, Pro Bowl, F1 and everything else. Oh, um, got, I say more... this, I'm trying not to throw up in my mouth as I'm saying this nice stuff to you. But it's, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure, obviously, you know, having you guys on board and teaming up with you guys. I think you guys are amazing. And I, re- I actually legit listen to the show as a fan. So, you know, when I when I get to come on here, then I'm uh, quite excited as I go oh. by <laughs> non-stop talking. That's <laughs> no. nice to hear. It, we we it's 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 better with you than jazz actually. Yeah. No, don't say that. Do you, don't do you want to say come that. on every Just, week actually. No, don't every... say that, Jazz. I've I, I I'm a placeholder for you. 
There is your seat is warm. No griping about Kirk Cousins. Oh, we can only do it in prime time. All this kind of stuff. There's no blind ignorance on the Steelers winning out after the bye week and oh. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's none of that when when Jazz isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just get you just get deluded Giants talk. That's all you got instead. Look, <laughs> enjoy it, enjoy it, because next year <laughs> could be very different. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I, I, please. No, I don't want the season to finish early. Like, I, I really want... I don't want to wish away this season because I'm really, really enjoying it. But I am very much looking forward to this date when when uh, when it all ends and the disappointment comes and the realism sits of like, oh, God, another year. Actually, I don't, Dave, who do you actually like being sadder? Cowboys fans or Eagles fans? Um, definitely Cowboys fans. I don't particularly like seeing Ollie sad. I've kind of got. I, I like seeing him annoyed rather than <laughs> than sad. So I probably like the. I like the Ollie that I get before the sadness. Do you know what I mean? Like ten minutes before the sadness. That's my sweet spot when he's just angry and annoyed. <laughs> but like, I don't like a sad Ollie. That that makes me sad. I like him uh, juiced up and so shouting at the you, world. You try to divide this podcast, right? You come in and try to put <laughs> barriers between people. I'm just a placeholder for Jazz. Let's just needle that relationship there between Ollie and Dave. Let's just try and break it down a little bit more. Don't you enjoy it when he's hey, miserable? Hey, I tried. I tried. Yeah, I, I tried. You, 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 you held firm. Let's, Loyalty is, is the key. Look, 48-22, wasn't it, at the Meadowlands this year? So that's awkward. <laughs> I'm seeing where he's going with this. Just, just that wondering, just wondering. Yeah, you know, what what the score will be in the last week of the season when we put our backups oh. in. <laughs> no, it'd be nice, man. We should watch the game together. It'll be fun. It'd be we'll go going to that. <laughs> I was supp- you know what? I was supposed to watch the game with um uh, the Commanders game with uh um Chris from Chris and uh, NFL Chris on NFL End Zone. And um, luckily for him that I didn't get to watch it with him because, you know, and also luckily for me because he seemed genuinely angry with <laughs> with uh, some of the refs' fine decisions. Um, you know. Hey, they're just calling <laughs> like the game, right? They're just calling the like game. You're on side. You're on side. You're on yeah, side. Yeah. Okay, he's off. He's off. He's off. Yeah, you're good. You're good. No, no, get him. There he is. Like, you know, clearly, clearly he's a, a Giants fan and, and thank you, ref. It, you know. it, it's such a shame you're a Giants fan because I genuinely found, not found, I knew this place existed. They've got a couple in London. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. It's called like Pussyunk or something like that. It's basically a Philadelphia bar. Um, there's one in Victoria. There's one in like Warren Street. They do oh. Philly cheese steaks. And you all, all, yeah, I was there the other the other day. And all they, show, of, the, they all, show the games, do they? Sorry. They have two TVs, oh, one TV yeah. in there was playing round the clock It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episodes. <laughs> and the other TV was playing a repeat of Game Pass Eagles games from this year. It was great. It was heaven. And there was loads of like Eagles and Philly That's sports merch all over cool. the walls and the roof and stuff like that. I was like, I'm going to have to try and watch a playoff game down here. So, Dre, you're more than welcome to come into the devil's lair, so to speak. And <laughs> well, You know what we should do? Uh, uh, here's, here's what we should all do. Why don't we all watch it together? If you make the game against the the 49ers when the 49ers come to town, oh, when we watch that together, no, I, I I will watch that with you. Okay, I will sacrifice. And if you win that game, I will wear a Eagles cap 
on your podcast. Whoa! Done. He volunteered that. He didn't. Done. He didn't even. Need that's it. that's yeah. right. that is how sure I am that they're gonna give the whooping to you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do that. We'll try and find a way to watch that game, and uh, yeah, we'll get you on. We'll do. However, uh oh, <laughs> you lose. Uh oh, you sir, will rep. You will be repping. Hey. Long pause. I think he's reaching for a Giants cap. He is reaching for a Giants cap. This Giants cap (laughs) you will wear in a picture with me, which I will post and pin so it's seen forevermore. Okay. All right. We'll do that. Agreed? Yeah. In fairness, that is the nicest of the Giants caps because it's the old logo. So I'll give you that. It's the old Giants logo rather no, than no, the NY one. Find, no, I'm going to find one you don't well, know. Don't worry about Ollie's <laughs> normally wearing an Eli Manning jersey once a year in November. So uh, he's, don't. he's pretty used to wearing Giants merch. Yeah. Well, we have... Man, I should have got him with a shirt as well. No, no. We don't need any, another <laughs> Eli Manning jersey coming around. Not, not at all. There's already so much shame on that first jersey. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right. You're on. Cool. Well, look, let's uh, let's wrap up there um, at Return the Picks on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. We've never, I haven't advertised social media stuff in ages. I don't know if people get to the end of the episode or not, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, at Return the Picks on uh, on Instagram and Twitter and everything like that. And uh, Dre, always a pleasure, never a chore. Thank you very Beautiful. much, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Cheers, boys. Thanks, mate.